Assalamu alaikum and welcome back to uh, Small Talk and this is our ninth episode and today we'll, we'll, we'll talk about conflict resolution and how we kind of de- deal with conflict and maybe if we can give you some advice on how uh, you could deal with conflict as well. And by extension we'll also talk about conflict um in the household if you're living with other family members mm-hmm. um of course we live with my in-laws um as well um but i think we'll start off with us as a couple and how we handle conflict i mean would you even say we have that much conflict to be honest no but our ones are probably more petty than it is anything big or anything that's that you, serious you like starting fights don't oh, I don't like starting fights. <laughs> I think what happens is no, the way, like fights. no, no, no. The way we talk on our podcast, where we go quite um, often back and forth, um, sometimes they can get an intense. Um, and I think actually we don't really. I'm trying to think of the last big fight we've had. To be fair, we do. Yeah, we do like petty squabbling and like. When we're like having open discussions about stuff, we can get really heated and it can get really tense. And but that's not bad though. I, but I think um, I don't think we've had a big argument like that where we've been where uh, you know both of us been okay. Well, we're not speaking to each other or something like that. We've had like a lot of the, a lot of our arguments are like starts as because like either I'm being silly. Yes, that's what I meant. You yeah. you always try and I'm be silly. silly. Oh no, it's not me silly. To be I, fair, I, I always <laughs> take the. I, I always try and take the side uh, where you're more relaxed. You don't want it to become a fight, but I then get really upset with your response <laughs> because I'm like, well, this is actually a serious. Like this is serious enough for me that you're not responding in a serious manner, right? <laughs> Mm. Is that not how you found it to be? Sometimes, not all the time. But I no, think, no, of course. No, there's no. obviously, on generally on most occasions when we do squabble, it's it's mostly like not even like personal issues we're having with one another. I don't. I can't even think of a time where we've had like a serious personal problem. Um, but yeah, because you your response to arguments petty or otherwise is kind of to kind of make jokes even before we finished with the argument itself i i at times do get frustrated with that because i'm Mm. like well to me this is serious and um i need you to be serious as well i actually think the last time we did argue like this you kept making jokes and I was like, this isn't funny. And then you realise, okay, maybe this isn't funny. I need to be a bit more serious. <laughs> and the thing is, I usually, I think about 90% of the time when we do squabble. 90% of the time when we squabble, it's back and forth banter between us, really. It's not an actual argument. We get quite intense, especially when we debate. So, like, stuff that you'd hear in our podcast are stuff that we'd actually be talking about just generally anyway. And so, like, that's where we will go back and forth with, like, arguments and discussions. Um, In terms of, like, marital issues we've had, 
Um, can you think of an example where we've had a marital issue that needed to be addressed? Not really. I don't think we've had an. I don't think we had a moment where it's been like. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, yeah, Alhamdulillah, we haven't we haven't had an issue like yeah. that come up. It's, if if there's ever been any issues, it's either because either I've been joking or, like you said, I've maybe I didn't take something. Uh, I wasn't taking something quite seriously, so it's more that than is, um, than any marital issues. I think, but I I think I think I get I I know what you mean because even though sometimes I do it, I do think like. Is it like maybe yeah I don't know some sometimes those silly like not even arguments but sometimes just being silly like that is it really necessary probably not but um, I don't mind it this is the thing so the reality is Alhamdulillah I think before we even got married we did kind of address this as a subject on how we should handle serious problems we are facing or serious issues we're having um, so we said to each other like if we're gonna have an argument have the full argument don't walk away from the argument and don't say mad at each other as in don't have a screaming match about it yeah don't go to sleep being angry one, at one <laughs> but i think the main thing is don't scream at each other and shout at each other i think sometimes what can happen is actually in in times of frustration obviously it's easy to shout and scream. Um, and we've always sort of told ourselves that, you know, where we do have... I don't need The thing is, I'm trying to think of any serious arguments we might have had. Because I do think we've we've had probably small, minor marital issues. But because of how we handle talking about it, we haven't made it a bigger issue. I think sometimes what can happen is... In other instances or other couples where something is actually quite small in terms of a marital problem, to them it could be a very big thing. And then obviously if they're arguing and shouting and screaming, it then escalates that situation. Whereas I think the ones that we've had so far, you know, to us it hasn't been a, you know, serious enough um, topic to like shout out about or scream about right yeah i think i think every couple i don't know uh you know uh, but every couple if you know if you've been together for a few years or even longer uh have you know little arguments here and there and that's fine but i think like i said it's how you deal with it and as long as you don't let it get to a point where it's you know if it's something you know if it's something silly or something really big get in between and if you don't talk or you know talk through it, yeah, then you then you let it get you know you let it become big, and then 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 that's when it divides you know two people. And yeah, I think, I think you it adds to feeling resentment towards them. Yeah, and because you, you haven't discussed. And I think it and I don't know. I feel it. like if you don't, I don't, I don't know if you think if you feel like I feel like if you don't resolve it, um, then it just like kind of brews and then gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So I think you have like I said you. One thing is you have to talk about. It. I mean, if there's if there is an issue, you have to talk about it. And if you, even if two people don't agree on something, just you know. But at least I mean, the least you should be doing is talking about it and you know, try and come to a kind of conclusion or kind of come to a understanding that this is some maybe how you feel about it. Let's say even if something 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 is you know maybe I I might have done something that you don't like. Sorry, yeah, 
I might have done something that you don't like and and I might not agree that it's necessarily a bad thing but I would understand your point of view and in that in that in and in that instance I'll go okay I'll try my best not to do that or whatnot but mm. it's understanding that that's something you know both of you have to talk about you remember our most recent argument what was it it was about the chest of drawers that was our most recent argument that we had I can't even remember do you remember why we were arguing no <laughs> see the thing is right these arguments are so minor and minuscule that you don't even remember <laughs> wait what did you what were the chest of drawers I'm generally asking right now what's the chest of drawers <laughs> The fact that I told you we're going to give it empty to your mum oh. and dad's room. And then what happened? Yeah, what I'm saying, this, this, it's so silly. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. No, I, I know it doesn't matter. That was like, I feel like that was probably our one of our biggest fights in three years. Okay, so our biggest fight in three years was basically um, we emptied out a chest of drawers and we we're going to give it to, we we're going to put it in, in the next in the next room. Um. And yeah, we had an argument about that whether we should uh, empty it and put it into the next room so uh, our parents can use it or give it full. But yeah, I but I don't think that I think that was again. I know. It's, it's, let me explain it's it in better context. Obviously, it's courteous to. No, no, no. Let me explain it in better context. Oh. The chest of drawers is going to my in-laws' room. Now. If we didn't genuinely have any space for the stuff that was in those drawers, I would have been like, fair enough, I can understand why we'd want to keep our stuff in their room. But my point was, that's their room, that's their personal space, why would you want stuff there? And you had already asked your mum at that point if she wanted to use the chest of drawers, and she obviously said no, she doesn't need it, um, which is completely fair enough as well. And so your reasoning was because your mom's not using it, we could just keep the stuff we have in it mm. and put it in their room. But my logical thinking was, how often are you going to go into your mom's room to take the stuff that's in those drawers out? True. And that is what bothered me. But you, no, but you also, your justification. Wait, was hold on. Very you also wrong. wanted to obviously uh, empty it because you you felt like oh we're we're putting it into their room. So at least let them have the opportunity to use it as well. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I, no, but no, I understood that. If but they're going to give it full, obviously they're not going to use it. But if you give it empty, they're more inclined to use it anyway. But I, but at the same time, obviously the re- the reason why I was what I was saying was, um, I've already spoken to the to, to them and they were like, we don't we're not going to use it. So you don't have to empty it. So that's that's why I was saying we don't have to empty it. But and no. obviously, obviously I understand your point. And it's and it was it was better that we actually gave it empty because even though you know we had loads of space anyway in our room to fit the stuff that we had in there, um, and yeah. We, so basically, we, and we did manage to. Yeah, moral of the story is we ended up giving the chest of drawers empty anyway. Yeah, and it was and I, and oh, obviously I feel like obviously that was a better decision now because looking back, look, yeah, yeah because, uh, after our argument, <laughs> because it was it was literally like well, uh, even even though they you know they're they still haven't used it, it's still empty, but at least. If they wanted to use it, they would have the opportunity to use it if, you know, yeah. if, if needed be. But they don't, and I know they're not going to use it because, uh, because they, they obviously they don't need it. But it's still there if they if they need if they want to use it. One thing I will say is when but again it comes... that's not, but, but as just but again that was like. I don't think that was that big of a 
I know, I know we both got annoyed at, you know, going back and forth when I was, when I kept no, no, saying. No, you kept making jokes and I was getting frustrated because my, my brain was saying, how can you find this funny? This is like, how, no, firstly, it was how can you think we should give it full of our stuff to your parents' room? That was my, like, I just didn't get that logic of, uh, of you thinking it was okay to do that. And then you just kept making jokes when I was trying to be really serious about it because to me it was a serious thing. One thing I will say, and this is actually where we talk about conflict with the in-laws, the best thing that has worked for us, and alhamdulillah, I don't think I've ever had conflict with your parents at mm. all like actually thinking back over the last three years I think what we found is when there is something I need to like for example like the chest of drawers going to the in-laws room I told you to ask your parents if they're okay with it being in the room if they're gonna use it and the thing is I will always then ask them anyway myself but I think it's nice that you lead off with the subject and kind of talk to them about it. And then eventually it will just naturally come up anyway, mm. where I'll be like, oh, you know, Ma, do you want, like, are you sure you're not going to use, the, like, the chest of drawers? You should use it. It's empty for you guys to use whenever you want. Do you get it? And I think that's worked for us. Um, and I'm quite glad that and quite pleased that that, has, that method has worked, where I've gone to you, First, you kind of approach it, approach it, and then let me know what the response is. Well, sort I think, of thing. I think the well, alhamdulillah, it hasn't happened to us, but I think um, where maybe usually there's conflict with illos is when, like for example, um, people in the in in the house feel like you know everyone's you know crossing boundaries maybe i don't i don't even know his boundary but if if everyone's kind of like um, i think it is crossing boundaries yeah. yeah i think that's when it mainly happens but like like i said because our parents are so chilled and it's just uh us and, and our parents mm. it's been so easy for us alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. we haven't had, we, I, I, no, but... I haven't but and i don't think you feel like oh you know you're crossing the boundary or my parents have felt like you're no, and you're, like I you think... know and you and you know or oh, they're crossing but I, I don't think we've been so chilled no, but equally, I could also say that actually, you know, your parents, alhamdulillah, have have respected our boundaries. You know, there are some mother-in-laws and father-in-laws that feel the need to interfere with our day-to-day lives. And I actually remember once we were arguing so loudly, and it was actually about nothing in particular. It was just a stupid that's argument. Most, that's most of the arguments. Yeah, pretty much. And we were, I think we got to a point where we were re- being so loud that when I eventually went downstairs to get something, your dad was like to me, are you guys okay? And I remember going, oh yeah, no, that was just stupid. Don't worry about it. Because to them, actually, it's not often that they would hear us arguing, right? And my my father-in-law had never heard us arguing like that before. So he actually was kind of concerned and he was like, I don't want to obviously interfere whilst they're arguing. So when I eventually came downstairs, he just wanted to make sure everything was okay with us Mm. and I was like oh yeah I know we were just arguing about this and I I think I even asked your dad his opinion on it like it was one of those subjects where where there was no actual 
reason for us to be shouting at each other. But it was like it no, not that we were shouting at each other. I think it we was just, we were just, we were just really, loud. really loud. We were, but we just I think <laughs> mostly me, and I think it was just being silly loud, not because actually anyone was angry at each other. No, no, no. We, we just weren't we were, angry we were just talking really loud. But like again, to your dad, it sounded like a yeah. serious argument. I mean, I, I mean, I could see how if you're let's say for example, if you're downstairs or if you're in another room. And hear you hear two people, you know, talking quite loudly. I can hear I can hear how it may sound like um two people are arguing or they're having a massive disagreement. Where we weren't really. It was, yeah, we 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 were just talking really loud. But mm-hmm. that's that's another thing, really good thing I think about parents. I know sometimes a lot of people you know, don't don't necessarily want to get get their parents to or whatnot. But I think parents can be really good tools in helping marriages succeed as well in terms of not just as being examples, but also in helping in those situations where they've lived through experiences, they've seen people, you know, go through these kind of sometimes mm-hmm. experiences and they can give you advice and they can talk to you. And they can tell you, look, do the things maybe you shouldn't, you know, to the to the uh, you know to the son or to the daughter-in-law, mm-hmm. or vice versa, or like or to the son-in-law or daughter from your parents, right? Yeah, I think they can give us advice, and it's imp- and I think it's important for us to take that on board as well because, like I said, they've I know that you know people tend to think of oh, you know our parents or in-laws haven't you know they're not they haven't grown up or they haven't had marriage in the same time as us. But at the end of the day, it's still marriage. Then these these problems, the marriage problems, they've they they're the same marriage problems, but in different in different scenarios, and the and the treatment or the way to deal with it is still the same. Mm-mm. So getting advice from them, even speaking to them, and obviously we don't. Uh, we I would, would like to, okay, we I, would like to deal with it ourselves first if there no, is other no, issues. Of course. But if there's if there comes to a point where parents you know have to be involved, I think parents uh, are great, like, no, great, like I, I said, great okay. examples or or they can give great advice for you to deal with you know certain situation in a certain way, and so so if if there is we haven't had that alhamdulillah but if there's ever been where someone needs help, I think seeking advice from parents is not a bad idea either. Well, I personally would would seek advice if we genuinely needed it i i i'm someone that i think actually obviously living with your parents i've grown really close to them that i think if we were going through a really tough time in our marriage and we ourselves couldn't resolve the issues i wouldn't be opposed to bringing mum and dad into it like i probably wouldn't bring my parents into it uh, but I would probably ring your parents into it in the sense that if, especially seeing as we're living together and they're probably seeing some sort of animosity between us, they might be the best people to help us kind of overcome this and kind yeah, of and figure that- it out. And this is one thing I like about your parents though, because generally when we have spoken about other couples going through other issues, we all seem to kind of be on the same page anyway of how you would resolve conflict so I always feel like they would also have the best sort of advice to give us if we were going through something Mm. um and you know I will say this that you know the way we have made you know respecting boundaries and respecting uh you know our space and their space it has worked massively for us because you know um no, you have to because because you're living you're living let's say you're living in the no, same house. No, but some 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 you know in laws don't 
have that boundary unfortunately and I have heard stories about that being an issue which was actually one concern I did have when we got married and but I think that's a concern for all girls getting married is that how my in was going to be and or you know if they're going to treat me well and whatnot yeah but this is the thing though it's it's that fear though that is a it is a f- big fear because obviously you know the way you get treated at your mom's house and the way you get treated at your in-laws could be massively different you know alhamdulillah your parents have never made me feel like you know i was an outsider coming in or um you know that i I was just their son's wife or anything like that. It was never... it. Your dad especially had always kind of welcomed me with open arms. Um, I remember him even saying to me, you know, the way whenever my daughter comes to our home, you know, um, you know, it's equally like how you go to your your dad's house and things like that. Like, we'd had so many conversations about stuff like that, you know. Um and he always, you know, whenever he talks to other family members about me, he gives me the utmost respect. And I really appreciate that, you know. It actually makes me feel quite giddy just, you know, hearing that stuff and hearing the compliments. Because, you know, I personally don't think I'm doing anything wow or amazing. But, you know, for your dad, he really appreciates, you know, how we've, you know, strengthened our relationship and, you know, how... I am around the house and things like that. Um, so it's always a massive compliment whenever your dad does, like, you know, praise me to other members of your family in that way. I think that's important. Like, obviously, like you said, um, in-laws, fathers and mother-in-laws are treating, you know, the son-in-law or the daughter-in-law like their own children because... I mean, they they are in some obviously respect. They but, should, and they should. That's be. the reality. And in, and they should, a, but it's, and it goes the same way in terms of the son-in-law and daughter-in-law treating your spouses, you know, parents as uh, almost not necessarily. Obviously, they they can never take the position of your own father of your or of your own mother because they they just won't because you obviously it's a, it's, it's, a, a, it's a different but at the same time they they it's close enough it, yeah well exactly it can be close enough and, and, if you allow it to yeah, be close and enough and you should you should respect them like obviously they, i know they're not your exact parents but the, you should still respect them the same way and show them the love and i think that in that and that and that's important it should come both ways right because mm. if it doesn't then obviously that's an, then you don't have that like, like you said you don't have that as you know line of communication where if if there was ever a situation where you needed advice or something like that you'd, you you might not feel comfortable to go up to but like you said you know if if there was ever a conflict between us you could go speak to our parents right yeah and speak to them well, well if the, if you if you didn't have that open or that kind of you know where you both you know respect each other's boundaries and whatnot or and you both you know you you treat my parents like your own parents and my parents treat you like your your own daughter if you didn't have that then it would be very difficult to go up to my parents or anybody's parents and go, you know, we're, you know, this is something that we're, you know, we're struggling with. Can you help us? Because you wouldn't have that kind of open, you know, you dialogue. Wouldn't to, yeah, yeah, exactly. You wouldn't. It would be hard to kind of approach something like that. But um, one thing I will say, you know, often enough with any issues or any problems that we're having, um, big or small, where it involves your parents. You know, I always find it to be the best. Your, I think your job as a husband as well is to keep the balance between my relationship uh, with my in-laws as yeah. well. And that's another thing that's really key to remember because 
you know, if I was to bring up, let's say, the chest of drawers things, I don't think it would have been an issue for me to bring it up anyway. But I also was like, I'm not sure how that's going to go down. Um, so I don't, honestly speaking, I don't think my parents would have cared. Yeah, I know they wouldn't have. But do you know what it was? No, I also did. no, no. I also was part of me was just thinking, do you know what? Let if you kind of handle it and ask your parents from the you know before we've done anything then it it works out in the sense that you know you have taken a bit of control um and you're representing and uniting us together in front of your parents mm. to ask this question and i think that's something that gets forgotten by a lot of men when it comes to they want sometimes they want the wife and the mother to be able to resolve their own conflicts or whatever issues they're having and i don't think it necessarily works while doing it that way i think the husband should be the middle person between the parents and the wife um and actually yeah i could have actually easily asked them about the chest thing okay you're right i know obviously that that one is it's a a really small stupid stupid one one as well but uh i think not for me i haven't had this issue obviously and you haven't had any issue, you know, and my parent, my mum hasn't had any issues with you and you haven't had any issues with my mum, so it's fine. So I didn't have to, alhamdulillah, I haven't had to deal with any of this. But sometimes I think also being in the middle can put a lot of strain on both sides of the relationship where, for example, if you, if the, we, like I said, we haven't had that, we haven't had this issue, but if if there is anybody that, you know, have, you know, that has this issue where the husband in the middle between my, the, their mother and their wife, Mm-hmm. And sometimes, if they take either side, then it becomes a yeah. It can be tricky. It can be tricky. So for you have the, to navigate the, that the really, really, really yeah, carefully. Yeah, it can be a tricky for the husband, but I think the husband also needs to just think: Do you want serious animosity between your wife and your of course, mom? There's a, of course, there's a way of dealing it, and I think it, there's there's a way of actually going. Well, about this is it. why I always think you know, even if it's big or small, if I tell you, can you please, you know ask your parents about this i think that's that's the right way to go um rather than me directly approaching them although no, i have no no that. although i have I obviously think... like no. one big example is i remember when i asked you do you think we're overstepping uh by staying for too long living mm. with them mm. you know i asked you that question but you thought that obviously they had they were fine with us staying long term or for however long we wanted to stay, right? And initially, I was thinking it would be better you asking them, but I actually just asked my father-in-law straight up, and... What did you ask him? I asked him, you know, do you want us to move out? I really was... And the thing is, right, I remember when I asked him, and the thing... And alhamdulillah, I have a good enough relationship with my... um, in-laws to ask this question you know some people might feel like it's not something they can ask equally you know if it was asked the opposite way like what would we have done if your father had told us to go we would have not been offended really but you know in some instances it might have been a it would have might have started a conflict right but anyway yes so i was like oh you know like Baba, have we overstayed our, like, overstepped and stayed too long? Do you want us to leave? Um, you know, 
we're happy to go if that's that's what if you and mum need space that's one thing I was thinking of because you know it's so easy for us to assume because of our culture that the parents want you know the the son and the wife to live at home with them but you know sometimes they also might want that space they also might want to live separately and you know do their own thing Mm. and your father just um, laughed and was like no like we're happy to have you guys here you know um it's nice having you guys around and like we we like it um and i think you know me asking your father-in-law my uh, father-in-law. My, <laughs> me asking my father-in-law that di- directly actually probably made our bond even stronger because you know my thing was I don't think you necessarily were thinking this in terms of maybe we are overstepping but I just thought to myself hmm maybe we are um and I just wanted to make sure that you know we weren't disrespecting them either you know mm. this is their home and you know we we can easily alhamdulillah be able to go somewhere else and, and find another place if need be um but yeah i think with me like you know that wasn't me crossing a boundary um with my father-in-law i think that was actually the right time to ask such a question especially considering that i wanted to make sure that he, my father-in-law also knew that you know we respect them and their need for privacy if they wanted it. Um, Do you know one thing? I think like um, so. Sometimes it is also how you know people communicate. Like for example, um, and this is actually quite. This is quite. Um, and I think this is why, if you if your parents are let's say speak uh, Bengali, Urdu, Hindi, whatever, that you somewhat learn to speak uh, your language to it. Decent, decent fluency and the reason why I say that is because sometimes you know you could have a discussion with your husband um, or you could ask a question to your parents um, in let's say Bengali and if your Bengali isn't great because ben- like Bengali is very complex like for example if you say a word a certain way it can you know you can say a word sorry in three different ways and they you know to you it might mean the same thing but to someone who speaks Bengali properly it may sound like you're saying it very rude mm-hmm. so i think it's also quite important to be able to speak correctly know what the correct terms are as well because the way you ask a question or the way you speak to someone elder whether it's your husband whether it's your in-laws makes a huge difference to them thinking okay or knowing that okay this is they asked this genuinely for you know for the right reasons or it might have come across really rude for example like in Bengali, you know elders what do you usually say afne right which is like a respectful way of saying you but in english it's just you but you can say you in Bengali three different ways right and so some like say afne to me or tui so if you said tui that is extremely rude so you wouldn't say that to a Bengali, you wouldn't say that to an elder person you i don't think i would even say it to a younger kid because I, I feel like that's quite disrespectful so i think also knowing how to ask questions as well because it can come across some, I know it doesn't it yeah I do think you're right in that no, I don't sense. think I don't think because we, I can see where if I was to rephrase okay, what I Im, had said okay, Im, imagine you imagine you went to my dad and said in Bengali or something like or you'd said to you or something like that right he wouldn't have said anything because he understands that obviously your Bengali is and the oh, greatest, how dare greatest. you <laughs> but what I'm saying is but you you know what I mean like you, you it yeah, comes across no, as no. really rude so you also have to know how to speak 
to parents and elders properly. Yeah, I I agree with that, and I understand and, that. But that's I don't know why I went on that point actually. That really doesn't make sense. But okay. But, uh, <laughs> Well, no, I I actually do get your point, and I think, I guess actually, then it might also be like a dialect thing in it. Mm. Um, that could go into that point of view, but yeah, going back to conflict between husband and wife, um, you know, alhamdulillah, we've not really faced a lot of conflict. We have stupid, silly arguments, often caused by my husband. Yes. By you. Yeah, I'll admit that. <laughs> I probably should stop. <laughs> no, but do you know what it is? And when I'm like, okay, that's enough of that, you kind of want to egg it on, don't you? So, <laughs> um, and then, you know, my hormones are all over the place, so it just frustrates me even more. But <laughs> I feel like in terms of actually genuine concern and conflict, we've actually just spoken to each other. But that's actual stuff. But that is the most important thing, isn't it? Any any conflict you have, like it's like I don't think I've, there's ever been a point where, even if it's something really silly, we've we've got, we've not talked it out and gone okay, this is the end of it, and now we can move on. Yeah. If you ever leave anything like that, then it's then it's then that can become something really bad. So I think you should talk through, even if it's something really small, just talk through it. Even if you don't agree with each other in terms of how you know the you know how it should be re- resolved. Or whatnot, or if you don't like the outcome of it, but at least you've spoken through it, and you got, and you can respect each other's opinion and views on how certain things work, right? And that, and that is the most important thing. I don't think me and you see eye to eye on in everything. Oh, we definitely but, but, don't. But that's what I'm saying. We're but, like the opposite. But, I mean, we hold, we did a whole video on yeah, that. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Too, <laughs> but we respect each other's views and opinions enough to go, okay, fine. I respect that you. This is how you feel about this. Mm. But this is how I feel about it as well. And that's mm-hmm. it. Uh, that, that's it. And you can have that. You can be in a point where you go, okay, you deal with it in a different way. Or this is how you feel about it. And this is how I feel about it. And that's fine. You can both deal with, with something in different ways. But the end result could be the same, right? Or whatnot. But it so so it but it is important to talk through it. And again, the advice would be obviously if anything gets bigger than you, something you can deal with, then you should always obviously or you can always. Not I don't know if you should. Do you, you know? Always, would you would you consider seeking uh, advice from you know imams and stuff like that instead of your parents, for not, example? I, um, because I'm just wondering. You know, some of our listeners might not have that sort of close relationship with the in-laws so who would be the best person to go to advice for um, if, well, if th- they were having serious marital problems and well that's a good question but i think if you see i don't know how serious others is. others might you know feel about this but obviously for me and i think for you as well, well i don't know actually for me i i feel like i can always fall back on my parents and if not, but I let's can, say for wait, wait, hold on. Oh. Uh, for me, I can always fall back on my parents. If not, I can fall back on my brother-in-law and my sister and my own brother. Right? I always feel like I can just talk talk to them about anything. Right. Right. Okay. But if you don't have that, or if a person doesn't have that, I think a really good friend, who's, who's I think maybe you know, won't judge you, and will understand both points of view. Mm. Right. I think a really good friend. An unbiased. Yeah, I think a really good friend. If you have it, or if you both have a really good common good friend or whatnot, Mm. I think that I think that's a not a bad you know kind of shout for you know to speak to a person, and if and if and if that's and even if you can't if you even if you don't have that, I think then maybe seeking some kind of counseling or some kind of uh, you know seeking out an imam 
just to talk through uh, an issue uh, yeah. might be a good idea. But uh, like I said, for for me and for us, it's a little bit different because I don't think we feel like we need to involve someone from you know from outside of our home. Uh, but for yeah. someone who who does feel like that, I think yeah, maybe sp- speaking to any mom or, or seeking like, who some would kind you of go counseling. Friend wise, then. And you know. <laughs> no, but I no, I no, but I think from my friends, I think. To I, be fair, I, I I think from my friends, I can I think I can speak to. Any of them. Most of them. Yeah, because they're, they're, they're very you mature. Could. I think you could, but I I to be fair, one of your friends, um, even I've had like questions that I needed advice on that i would be like not about marriage just generally just generally yeah yeah no no, not about marriage um and actually he's he's like a great source um who kind of has a balance of you know right and wrong as well as the understanding of islam as well so i've actually used your friend for advice like that as well in general like instances uh, for me, I think, yeah, I think aside from my mum and dad, I'd, and the crazy thing, I don't think I would tell my, so I, I have three brothers, I don't think I would tell my brothers if we're going through something serious. I think um, I would like to keep that boundary between us, um, more so because... Here's a question, Do, would you feel more comfortable speaking to my sister than to speak to your to your brothers about the issue? I think girl, women understand it better, right? Oh yeah, uh, okay, without a doubt, your sister, even if we did go to mum and dad about an issue, I think your sister equally could be someone we'd tell, mm. just to get that, you know, maybe the younger understanding of maybe how we could resolve it, I don't know, do you get what I mean? But as in your sister, yeah, I definitely would probably discuss it with your sister See, i think i would be comfortable speaking to both my sister or my brother about let's say if there's something that i'm struggling to do you know deal with or if i'm if it's something i can that... see that though i think you're quite close to both your siblings that you would do that and the thing is i'm very close to my brothers too but i do think in a case of conflict between my husband and i i do think i need that sort of boundary between um between us more so no, because but when I, well, hold on so when i say obviously if it's if there was something between us obviously i would i would like to for us to try to resolve, it resolve ourselves, ourselves. Yeah. and then that w- and then obviously if we can't then obviously then you'd seek advice and but i wouldn't obviously that my first my first reaction wouldn't be oh let me you know go and speak to my brother or my sister and then then let them try and help me no, obviously no, no. we'll try and solve it no, ourselves no, this is what i'm saying but even so even if even if it got to a point where i needed to seek advice yeah i my brothers wouldn't be the people i would go to and i'm 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 more thinking this because i also want them to still maintain respect and understanding with you just in case in my frustration and anger, I say something that might not be, um, you know, putting you in a good light. So I would like to keep that and maintain that boundary. Well, this is something you actually, I was going to actually mention is that uh, if you do seek, let's say, family help, it's best if you go together. Like, for example, if I was, if we were to seek our parents help yeah, or, our, or, or our siblings or if my sister's help or my brother's help, I wouldn't go behind your back and go and tell them, oh, this is what's happened, so what can I do? I would actually ask you, 
shall we go and speak to you know yeah i think and definitely then let's go do, do it, it together, together because yeah. so then yeah then in that instance i wouldn't be mad i would i would be okay with yeah. going to my brother's um if we went together but if i was to like personally or privately discuss something i wouldn't i wouldn't seek out my brother um uh, my brothers but um yeah no if we did it together to be fair we've We've been asked by my brothers about like arguments and stuff like that, and you know, because they like, know you always argue, innit? Oh sure, okay. <laughs> Says you. So yeah, I think you know this one is a bit of a short and sweet one because reality is, I think um, sometimes figuring out arguments with your spouse is just something you have to actually just go through and do it, to yeah. be able to know how to resolve. Because different, pe- different people deal with it differently. Yeah. So. I mean, we talked about a lot of hypothetical situations before we got married. More so Some people because would say that's a bad thing, but I think for us it's worked quite it, well. Alhamdulillah, it has worked quite well in the sense that, you know, we knew kind of what to expect in terms of like approaching subjects like kids and how we want to raise our kids like you know we don't want it to be an argument when we do have our kids because we've already kind of gone through with it and talked about it um so that's why um but yeah I think we're gonna leave it here with this episode um I hope you enjoyed this I'm not really sure if we said as much as we wanted to but I actually think the only reason why we haven't said that much is because alhamdulillah we don't have a lot to say because we haven't really gone through it as massively but you know i hope the advice on in-laws was helpful as well because you know that is something that people do struggle with especially with boundaries and things like that which again i do think the husband should try their hardest to make sure they're helping set that up yeah, hopefully you found this useful. But like, yeah, like you said, I don't know if we've given great advice. But I guess we've kind of said how we would deal with certain situations. But alhamdulillah, like I said, we haven't had any uh, concern, you know, issues or anything major that we uh, have to, had to deal with so far. So alhamdulillah, so let's let's pray over. Let's yeah. pray, pray that you know that continues. Yeah, make dua but, for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, inshallah. See you on the next episode. Assalamualaikum.